0: Welcome to Way Gardens. What's left of it? This is 3737, 3739, South Federal. It's in the process of being torn down. It's a sad sight because I stayed on the seventh floor right here in this apartment right here, 705. My name is Andre Williams. They call me Dre. I was born here at Stateway Gardens 28 years ago. I never really lived anywhere else. That's why I played ball at most of my life, football, and softball on these fields, baseball, had picnics out here, family fun day, back to school plays, and just a ton of memories. Most of my family lives here, and one of the buildings is still standing. The gangs call it the House of Pain. It may just be the projects to you, a bleak looking place you pass as you drive along the Dan Ryan Expressway, or see it from Comiskey Park. But to me, these bricks are a real community. Some parts are pretty messed up. But it's still home. This is a place where where we were like family. And to see it come down, it it hurts. It hurts. Because, you know, eventually it's going to happen to all of the builders. I wish I could climb over the gate and get one of the bricks. (laughs) Make sure y'all vote for me, man. It's election day here at Stateway. I'm running for president president of the House of Pag, and a seat on the residence council. With the plan for transformation, that's a lot at stake, like our future. It's too late to save these buildings, but at least I could try to save some of my community. That ain't Andrea, that's Andre. You see that paper? Problem is, the election flyers posted all around Stateway has my name spelled wrong. Andrea Wims, that is so unright. Actually, it's an understandable mistake. Most of the candidates are women. A lot of men in the state where it has police records. That means they're not supposed to be here. Their names can't be on apartment leases, so they sure can't run for the residence council. I want to see if I'm on the list to vote here. I don't know. At least they got my name spelled right at the voting place. Andre Williams. Yeah. Yes, I have my Andre Williams, want to
1: yes. vote. <laughs> okay, here you go. Fill yeah, that so out so and rough it
2: in the, the
0: box. I'm the only candidate for House of Payne president, so I win by last landslide. Now, people aren't calling me Andrea or even Dre. They call me Mr. President. How's it going, Ms. Watson? All right, Mr. President. Right. I got a lot to Good oversee God, now, man. and it really helps that part of my day job is to monitor all the stateway buildings for safety hazards. Things like making sure the lights are working and vacant apartments are closed up. I work for the Neighborhood Conservation Corps. It's an organization that helps residents here. I spent a lot of time walking through what's left the stateway. Kids come up here playing in these apartments, should be boarded up, because if one of these are open, they're here playing, they well, I easily fall out the window or anything. Fall on an old dope needle or anything. About two weeks ago, they found a woman dead in here. So she was squatting. she was standing here. Bullet shells. 38 Special. Most of the time, this is where people are shooting from. They see where they're shooting from, so they shoot back to this place. You have to be careful because there'll be a lot of rats in apartments like this. Super huge, big rats. There's something dead in there. A dead dog, cat. That smell, I know that smell. Being over here too much. It's mid-January and it is cold. Everything here is open. Our doors and hallways are all on the outside. It's 20 degrees, but the wind whipping through the lobby make it feel like minus 20. My knuckles are starting to freeze now. A lot of things don't work here at the House of Pain. The elevators are one of them. I live on the third floor and I'm pretty young, so I can walk up and down the stairs. But it's a real problem for older people, people like Gloria Dixon, who lives on the eighth floor. A lot of days I see Miss Dixon standing here in the lobby by the elevator, praying.
1: Laura, let this elevator work because I'm tired. I don't feel like walking. And if it is working, I said, thank you, God. <laughs> that's my main beef, my issue, the elevator. And I have to pay my rent. I pay my rent every month. And I feel that I should have elevator service.
0: I want you to meet Miss Dixie because she's one of the good, hardworking people that lives in the House of pain. That's right, not everyone here is on welfare. Since moving to stateway in 1975, Ms. Dixon has played by the rules. She's got two jobs, and she's raised a daughter who's planning to go to college. Last year, Ms. Dixon got so frustrated with the broken elevators, she wrote a letter to Terry Peterson, the head of the Chicago Housing Authority.
1: Dear Mr. Peterson, I'm writing to you because the elevator in my building has not been working for over a month or so. The residents of 3544 South State have to walk up and down the stairs every time we need to go out for groceries, doing our laundry. walking Sometimes it seems that they don't care about how we live. I know they need money to rebuild our communities, but it's, we still should spend some money to provide maintenance for elevators, whatever else that needs to be done. The residents of 3544 South State would appreciate your help in getting our elevator working. Thank you very much. Sincerely, Gloria Dixon.
0: Ms. Dixon never got a response, and the elevator still don't work most of the time. It's not the only thing that stressed her out.
1: One morning, there was a knock on the door and said, Police, I wonder what's going on. So I open the door, and this guy hands me a summons to come to court.
0: Her 21-year-old son was arrested for selling drugs at Stateway. At the time, he wasn't living with his mom, but he was on a lease. The law says the whole family could be evicted. If anyone on that lease are arrested for drugs, guns, or gang activities, I said arrested, not convicted. And it's one strike you out, not three. So even though Ms. Dixon and her daughter did nothing wrong, her son's arrest almost left them homeless. After a six-month court battle, she was allowed to keep her apartment she had to take her son off the lease, and he can't visit. But she spent so much time and energy fighting her eviction. She had to give up something really important to her.
1: I already had my associate degree. I went to go back and get my bachelor's. When I heard, I got stressed, terribly stressed about it. If I didn't have a home, I wasn't going to be able to study. I couldn't continue my education. And I was really heartbroken about having a drop out of school.
0: Ms. Dixon wants to stay at Stateway after the House of Pain comes down. The city's plan is to build 1,300 mixed-income units on this land, townhouses, low-rises, and single-family homes. A third of the units are supposed to be reserved for public housing residents like us. Ms. Dixon's praying she'd get one. She's lived in this neighborhood her whole life. She feels connected here.
1: Seven bus lines, two rail lines, an expressway, if I drove, I can walk to the lake if I want to, 31st Street Beach. There's a grocery store, a drugstore, different shops up and down 35th Street. I feel that I shouldn't have to give that up, because that's all I know.
0: The way I see it, if a good person like Gloria Dixon doesn't get well one of the new stateware apartments, none of us will. Like I said, a lot of my family lives here in the House of Pain. My mom, my younger sister and I live on the third floor. My dad's apartment is upstairs. My cousins are across the way. Because I lived here so long, some of the other residents seem like family. People like Catherine Means. Everybody calls her Coco. She lives up on the 10th floor. Coco and I are friends from way back. She's 25, and like a lot of people here, she's got potential. Problem is, even people who are really smart have trouble getting off them out of these bricks. Let me explain. Cullen had a baby real young. That baby was super cute. We all used to play with him in apartment 10.02, but the daddy was a thug. He did some real bad things to that baby.
2: He hit him in the chest with his fist. He shook him. He burnt him with the light bulbs. He bit him on his feet. They messed him up real bad. And when we got to the hospital, they told me my baby was dead. If I wouldn't have been so slow at things, you know, my baby would still be here. But that's, that, that's how I came to Stateway.
0: Coco's lived at Stateway for 10 years now and had two more kids.
2: I wasn't born and raised over here and I don't want my daughter to be Born and raised over here, I love all my black people because they're my people. But too many of us together in these bricks, we get ignorant. It sounds I have actually woke up and just sat on the end of my bed and cried. If I wasn't here, I wouldn't be so depressed.
0: A doctor says Coco really is depressed. She hasn't been able to hold down a job because after what happened to her first baby, she doesn't trust her kids with anybody. She's been taking classes, trying to get her GED. She knows it's her way out of the bricks, but like a lot of people here, she just can't get it together.
2: Like I was just in school, but the bricks, people say I'm using this as an excuse, but I'm not. The school was across the street at the library. The school was good, but I go outside on my lunch break and see my buddy from the other day, and we go drink a beer and I never go back to class, you know, which is bad. And teacher talking, and I'm in the window looking at the police arrest the gang bangers across the street. So I mean, I stopped going because it's too close to here.
0: Coco know when these bricks come down and the new development goes up, the neighborhood would be a much nicer place with better schools and parks for kids to play in. But she doesn't see herself at the new stateway.
2: They're not going to let us come back. They say they're going to rebuild them and make them pretty and we can come back. We know that's bullcrap. They're not gonna let us come back. Maybe they fix them up all pretty. Yeah, right. Cause that's why I think they want us to leave. They trying to ship us away. Cause they finna fix up this neighborhood so beautiful. This is my theory.
0: The House of Pain has 120 apartments. Only about half of them are legally occupied. The other half are vacant, butted up. When people need a place to stay, they tear down the boards. Sometimes it's junkies that want a room to get high, like this dude who's crashed out in the back of a vacant apartment. Hey, my man, big guy, you straight? Other times, it's families who need a place to live. Over the years, the House of Pay and other high-rise projects have become big old homeless shelters. Patricia Davis, her two daughters, and her five grandchildren are the kind of family public housing was built for. There aren't other options they can afford, but the Davises are one of 39,000 families on the wait list for public housing in Chicago. At a time when CHA is tearing builders down. They don't want to live on the streets, so they've been squatting in apartment 703. It's not like anyone was living there anyway. Come
2: Stop doing it!
0: It's pretty clean They're all set up here. They have heat, electricity, stereo, a couch, and working appliances. But with the House of Pain scheduled to come down, the CHA is starting to clear out all the squatters. Okay, let go. A company called Access Denied is closing up apartments that are supposed to be empty. They're putting up heavy steel doors and window coverings to keep squatters out. A lot of bad things happen in these apartments, so it's a liability issue for the CHA. But the Davis family seemed straight, and their timing could not have been worse for them. They're locked out on one of the coldest weekends of the year. Most of their stuff is still inside the
2: apartment. They came in with the police and just say, you got to leave out right now. You know, one of the... Police was, he was pretty decent, he allowed me. Not, you no know, not a lot of time, but just like to get the baby snowsuit suit to let him get dressed. But like, to, as far as to take anything, you know, like something else you might require or need, no, you got to leave right now because they got to, you know, lock up this apartment.
0: At the same time the apartment was being locked up, Patricia's daughters were graduating from a job training program.
2: I mean, and then imagine this. I got to try to contact someone to tell them on which should have been one of the happiest days of their lives was graduation. I even asked them, please, try not to even tell them until after at least they done graduated.
0: This is a family that's trying to do better. You'd think the CHA and the city would try to help them along. Instead, it's a mess. Patricia's daughter, Tashana, had a job interview with the confidant this morning, but had it canceled because her good clothes was locked inside.
2: Man, I'll the dress.
0: Technically, the CHA is not obligated to help squatters find a home. But Terry Peterson, the head of the CHA, has told the press that no one is gonna be put out on the streets and made homeless. So the Neighborhood Conservation Corps steps in. We get a deal with the CHA so that Patricia's family can stay in apartment 703 a little while longer. They're happy. But they're worried they'll get kicked out again
2: so basically what we are trying to do is work on getting found an apartment then we can move out you know then we have to worry about if our kids on the street again you know because it's really cold out here you know
0: problem is like a lot of families here they couldn't afford an apartment before and they can't afford one now patricia and her family would need some kind of help to make their next move <laughs> Even though they're living here illegally, squatters like the Davises are still part of our community. So are the folks dealing in the lobby. What's up, man? What you got? You playing, Tuck. That's holler at me when you got something. Now, I know what you might be thinking, but this ain't no drug deal. Bring Live 2002 back, all right? This is where I do my shopping. I buy my PlayStation games Tuck. from the guys here. I got to go. 2002 Live will come holler. at me. Really, it's like a big mall. You can get just about anything here. Videos, jeans, CDs, and of course, drugs. You can't get into the building without walking through a drug deal. It happens 24-7 in the lobby, right across from Chicago Police Headquarters. I'm straight now, but there was a time I was down here too.
2: Dre's bad just like all the rest of them. They, my, all boys are bad, and, and Dre was bad just like them. He just used to hide his stuff, and he loved to eat. Dre loves to eat.
0: That's my mother, Dorothy. I live with her and my younger sister in apartment 305. We have a pretty nice place. Me and a friend put in new cabinets and tile floors. Mom's 57 years old. She raised seven kids here at Stateway, including five boys. Bringing up kids here is a hard job, especially when the bullets start to fly.
2: I used to keep my kids in the hallway. We would sit on the floor when they was little. And I just put a little pad uh cover down there, and we sit in the hallway till they got through shooting. You know, that's how we used to do it.
0: Two years ago, my mom had a heart transplant. She says it's genetic, but I think worrying about us boys took a toll on our heart. Three of my brothers were shot here in gang fights.
2: Arthur got shot. Let me see who else got shot. Chico has been shot. Um, Tego has been shot. Three of my boys has been shot. Tego got shot in both his legs at the same time.
0: After living through all that, You'd think I'd be down on gangs, but it's not that easy. These are the same guys I grew up with, played basketball with. They just don't see any other way of feeding their families. I don't like the dealing and the shooting, but these guys are still part of the community. I know this probably not going to sit right with a lot of you, but they occasionally do some good. Every fall, they hold back-to-school picnics for the kids, where they hand out school supplies. For me, there was a guy named Dan. He was a gangbanger but he had a real positive influence on me. When I was 12, he was my softball coach. He made us to the best team in the city. He also worked in the library. We had just finished reading books with Dan when he got shot. We saw him lying there with a blanket over him. After Dan was killed, our softball team split up. Most of the guys joined gangs. A lot of them are in prison or dead. Dan's death really affected me. I still think about him a lot. He's one of the reasons why I decided to stick around Stateway and try to help.
2: Good evening. I'm so glad to see so many people coming out this evening.
0: For a long time, there have been rumors. Rumors about when the House of Pain would close down. The official word finally came down from CHA in March. We got six months to get out.
2: Uh, you're gonna start receiving a lot of notices. 180-day notice. This is not an eviction notice. This is just basically telling you that where you live right now is going under redevelopment, consolidation, or rebuild, or be torn down.
0: Let me give okay. you some background. Last fall, we filled out housing choice surveys. Most of us chose to take what are called Section 8 vouchers. These vouchers allow us to get an apartment outside public housing at a rent we can afford. The rest of us, like me, chose to remain in public housing. Personally, I'm hoping to get into the redeveloped stateway once it's built.
2: Tonight is the night. If you have any questions that you are not clear about, any questions, we have the professionals here for you tonight to get all your questions answered. Okay, so
0: please. The CHA has been holding meetings, meetings that are supposed to help us plan our move. About two dozen women, including Coco, are here tonight.
2: I want to stay in the neighborhood because I think this neighborhood is going to get better.
0: It's all women since so many men get kicked out of public housing because of drugs and gangs.
2: The red tag, you need to go to booth number two.
0: Coco's in a red group. They go from table to table, hearing about all of the programs that CHS has got to offer.
2: Hi, I'm Janine Ingram, and I'm with Changing Patterns for Families, and I am a relocator. And what we do is we help assist in your facilitating the move by making it a lot easier by we go out. What we do, we pick you up, we take you to different. We locations try to, to identify the, the services in the area that are already available to you. These services are paid for and they're taken care of by CHA already. Okay. You need to take advantage of it because But
0: we the main attraction, attraction is at booth four. That's what they're showing drawings of the new development plan for stateway.
3: This is the vision for Stateway. You know, this is what the, the plan for transformation is about.
0: Coco came here tonight thinking that she wasn't part of this. She planned to take a Section 8 voucher and hopefully move to an apartment close by. But the new stateway sure looks good, at least on paper.
3: They proposed little shops on the first floor, like coffee shops, like you see on the north side and other communities. There's um, six flats, five flats. The
0: CHA guy says that they're going to keep some of us around the stateway while they start to build. Two old buildings, they call them relocation buildings will stay up until they finish the first new apartments.
3: So what will happen is that after this is built, the residents from those relocation buildings could move back into the new stuff.
0: Y'all got to understand for Coco, this is big. It's the first time she sees a way that she can come back, but she wants to make sure that she's got it straight.
2: If we go to one of them two buildings and we lease comply and we pay our rent and we do everything we supposed to, we can come back to them buildings first soon as they build them.
3: Okay, yeah, that's a good question. She's asking about priority, who gets to go there first. It's a good question, and you think there'd be a simple answer. But within the Stateway residents that choose to stay, that are at least compliant, you will be first. But of that first, there's going to be a lottery to see who goes in.
0: It's pretty confusing, but it's pretty damn important. There used to be 1,600 units at Stateway. The new Stateway will have less than 500 units for us public housing people. That means the competition is gonna be real tight. Coco is worried that if she takes a Section 8 and moves away, she'll be lower on the list to get one of the new places. So after the meeting, she marches over to the help desk to try to find out what's really going on.
2: I'm not getting what I'm asked. Okay. But I wanna want know what I have to do uh-huh. to make sure I come back. Do I have to move uh-huh. to this one of these buildings that's gonna be remain standing? It doesn't matter if you temporarily you know move other different places where you temporarily move
0: doesn't change your priority you are still a priority one for stateway because you are originally from there what she said is coco can go ahead with her plans to take section 8 and get an apartment in the neighborhood she won't get special preference by moving to one of the relocation buildings
2: can i do make a correction on that the two buildings remaining that's
0: nothing, Francine washington she lives at stateway and it's a long time resident leader.
2: Those folks that remained on site, they will get first trust to move into the building, new unit that's being built. If We're you stay on site, in? you're getting first trust. Ain't nothing wrong with getting to first trust going to go into the new Am I correct? No it's comment. It's
0: still no comment because it's all
4: based on the original priority. She's from Stateway, so she what picked Stateway. Ms.
0: Washington's been fighting for us for a long time. Coco trusts her more than the CHA. So Coco tells her girlfriends she's changing her plans and staying on site.
2: I want to stay on Stateway Gardens because I understand that if I go to one of these buildings, as soon as they start this building girl. here, I will be in one of these buildings first. Francis say, ain't no lottery if you here, first come, first serve. Don't you think that might change because the people over there, they didn't even comment on it? If it's not right, I will protest. Three, five years now, you will see me out here with my little stick, like, let me back in, let me back in, you lied to me, let me back in.
0: Coco thinks she's finally got it figured out, but I know better than to trust what anybody says at one of
4: these meetings. So I go straight to the top. Could you state your name and uh, your position? Okay, my name is Terry Peterson. I'm the CEO for the Chicago Housing Authority. I asked Mr. Peterson, who's really gonna get into the new stateway apartments. It's a lottery system. I mean, that was what was negotiated with the resident leadership, with their attorneys and consultants, that it's a lottery process that determines who gets the opportunity to come back first. That's across the board, period. That's not what Coco's thinking. She was
0: told the exact opposite. Even though Mr. Peterson says that there'll be a lottery, we're still hearing different at the House of Payne. You'd think it's president, I don't know for sure, but we're getting bad information. As hard as the CHA might be trying, the whole plan for transformation is all very confusing for us residents. We're having to make real important decisions without all the facts. It's easy to give up and let the chips fall where they may. Many of us will never get to come back to the new stateway. And those of us who are moving out with Section 8s may end up in neighborhoods that aren't any better than where we're living now. That's because some landlords and some communities don't want us project people living with them. I'm afraid I agree with Elizabeth Dixon. She's the daughter of Gloria Dixon, the elevator lady. Elizabeth says the plan for transformation might just end up moving poor people from one place to another.
2: They'll probably gravitate toward the next ghetto-like conditions and just continue to live exactly how they've been living. Because, I mean, it's like they don't know there's an outside life. There's For them, there's nothing else. It's been... You know, passed on. They've been. It's been like this for generations. There is just this. They just can't see outside of this. If you don't have bootstraps, (laughs) you can't pull yourself up by them. Basically.
0: When I talked to Terry Peterson, I asked him about this. He said
4: there's enough blame to go around, plenty for everybody. First of all, it was wrong to ever have isolated public housing residents from the rest of the city. Two, it was wrong to create 16-story gallery high-rise buildings where you've got poor people stacked on top of poor people. You've removed all of the amenities from the community in terms of, you know, a decent grocery store, um, a shoe repair shop, a decent cleaners. I mean, all of those amenities that we look for in communities, when you talk with public housing residents, they want the same quality of life as anyone else who lives in this city. And I think that with the plan for transformation, we're going to have the opportunity to do that. I want the same thing Terry Peterson wants,
0: a better life for us public housing residents. But I also know that we're going to lose a lot. Most of the squatters will have to fend for themselves. I have to get my PlayStation games at the store, and the drug dealers will be gone. Like I said before, I grew up with some of these guys, and they ain't all terrible people but it's still best for everybody that they're not gonna be around. One of the people I don't wanna lose is Coco. If she's got someone watching her back, she can go far. But she's still hung up over her next move, whether to take a Section 8 and leave, or whether to stay and fight for the new apartments. Coco still doesn't know who to believe, so she asks me for advice. I tell her she needs to stick around.
2: What you think?
0: I think you need to be here but one of the, the things you got to be careful about is that if you still in the situation you're in now the chance of you returning is real slim I think, what you mean like say if you have a good paid job your kids and grew up and they bad right writing now writing on the buildings and all that. Oh, right.
2: i feel you joy i know
0: it's it's bad enough we can't we can't go to other communities because they're oh no man we don't want no project people We we gon' fight to come back, regardless of what CHA or the mayor say or whoever. I want it to be so well we can return here, no matter what.
2: Right. I'll be on the news, because I'll tie myself to the building before I let them ship me off to another project. Hell no, I won't go, because I'm not leaving.
0: I'm not leaving either. I really care about this place. After all, they elected me president, and that's a serious thing to me. Sure, it's not the greatest place in the world to live, especially with these breaks coming down all around us, but we still have a real community here. So I'm going to stick around and do what I can to try to keep that community together.